0: Publish Her Podcast, episode 29. Hey, hey, everybody, this is Alexa Bigwarf, your host of the Publish Her Podcast, and today I'm gonna be talking about all of those things you need to have ready before you start working with someone who's going to be helping you produce your book, whether that is a a cover designer, an interior um, layout person, whether it is a self-publishing assist company or boutique publisher or a hybrid publisher. As you are working with other people to get your files ready for production. They're going to be asking you for a lot of different pieces of materials. So um, pieces of material. So I'm going to try and give you an understanding of the types of things that you need to be ready to provide and what those things are. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the publisher Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book, hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Because I've been where you've been, and I felt what you and I don't all right let's get into it so whether you have decided to work with a publishing partner a hybrid press a self-publishing assist company a boutique publisher um, a team of freelancers who are helping you get your book done there's so many different ways you can do this or even if you are just doing it on your own but using freelancers to help you through the process You are going to need to be aware of some things that you want to have ready in advance to make the process as smooth as possible. If you are working with a hybrid publisher, um, well, I'm just gonna use my company as an example. So we have a hybrid publisher, um, Cat Biggie Press and Purple Butterfly Press, but we also have um, a self-publishing assist company through Write, Publish, Sell. So when we work with a client, these are the things that we need to make the process go as smoothly as possible from the beginning. And no matter what partner type of partner you're working with, there's a very good chance they're going to have a very similar process so we're going to talk primarily about cover design and interior layout today i'll do another episode on marketing and other types of support at a later date but today just to talk about these two areas because these are the bread and butter of what you need to move forward so in our process we always start with the cover design why well for several reasons but the most important of them is marketing and that is the sooner that you have that flat front cover of your book the sooner you can start doing your your marketing things like announcing your book is coming on social media if you want to do that Um, setting up a landing page on your website for more information about your book and to get people on the email list Um, for putting your book on pre-order your ebook on pre-order yes all you have to have to put your book on pre-order is the title the um, key metadata like your pricing, your description, your keywords and categories, and an eBook cover. You don't have to have a file, um, which is great information to know. So let's talk about the cover process. These are the things we request from our clients to have in the cover design process. And I know that these are things cover designers are going to ask you for because the reason we created this process was because of our cover designer asking us over and over and over, give me all of these things. All right, so for a point of reference for you and a and a tool and checklist for you to use to make sure that you have all of these things and know what you're doing, I highly recommend that you go to Google and you search for the IBPA Publishers Checklist. If you are receiving this, um, if you are receiving this either through, you're, you're getting to this through our website, it's gonna be in the show notes. If you are receiving this through an email from us, it'll be in the notes, but... Um, the IBPA Publishing um, Standards Checklist is is the, the, the Bible for knowing exactly what you need to have on your cover, on your copyright page, on your interior, and all the things. So that can be a guideline so that you know that you're setting these things up properly. However, I'm just going to give you the quick list of what you need so that you can ha- start gathering these things together. So for cover design, obviously you need to have the author name as it will be spelled if you're using a pen name this is really important because if you're emailing them under your um, or or you're working with a company under your real name they don't necessarily know that you're going to be writing under a different name or maybe you go by patty but you want patricia on your book or maybe you've just decided to do something completely different so you need to make sure that you have stated exactly what your author name is going to be any credentials any anything how you want it to appear on the book that's one the title and the subtitle so if there's no subtitle that's okay you don't have to have the subtitle um, but you can always just say there will be a subtitle coming please put a placeholder and same with the title if you're not quite sure what the title is going to be you can always add that or change it later but if you have a, a, a good idea of what the title is or a working title go ahead and provide that a series name if this is part of a series you want to make sure that you include that if you haven't created a series name yet which may seem like a strange thing to tell you but twice in the last two weeks we've actually had to reach out to authors and say what's the name of your series and they're like huh i don't know um this is just book two of two books that i was writing that go together but the reason you want a series is because you can link them together as part of a series on amazon so if someone buys book two or three or four of a book that is part of a series then they see that there are other books that are there as well so you definitely want to think about your series names okay so those are the key things that you need on um, in terms of content for it. Now, obviously, if you've gotten a, a great blurb or a wonderful editorial review from, from like Kirkus or New York Times or anybody that, you know, a, another leader in your field or industry, um, a great blurb, you, you'll want to at least let the cover designer know that you are planning on having one of those for the front cover so that they can plan accordingly. Or um, if you already have it, go ahead and include that as well okay so those are the main things now the next part is some of our authors like to have pictures of themselves on the cover so if that's going to be the case you need to make sure that you have the highest resolution best image possible and provide that to the cover designer if you're not using an image of yourself or you don't already have the image maybe you have art that's been designed for you or a graphic um, or a graphic that was created for you all of those things whatever you have in terms of of resources for that cover you need to provide or let them know that they're coming it's a great idea to share any ideas or concepts that you have all the book cover designers we work with are amazing but they can't just create something out of nothing like they need to know we generally will send over a short short description, like not your full description, but like a one to two sentence synopsis so that they have an idea of of what the book is going to be about. We also send the genre because that's super important for someone to understand, a cover designer to understand. If they don't realize that your book is a thriller and they make it look like a romance type of cover like that's a big distinction but not only that they're going to need the main genre the main bisect code so the main place the bisect codes are those are those uh you know um, the main thing like um memoir or you know non-fiction auto, autobiography and memoir or um, fiction thriller the main place that you would see it on the on the storefront, you know, in the on the on the floor of the store, on the bookshelf in the store, that area—that's your main category. Um, again, it's important for the cover designer so that they can get a feel: is this a nonfiction book? Is this a fiction book? Is this a horror? Is it a thriller? Is it a romance? Is it a is it a YA? Like these things will drastically change how they um picture your cover and start to conceptualize the cover. So very important information to have if you have comp titles for covers, okay? So the the way I think about this is that it may not necessarily be a comp title for your book, but if you've been out there searching around and you found some other covers that you really, really like, Grab those uh, links and share those and tell the cover designer what you loved about it. Did you love how it used really, really scripty fonts or had a just really beautiful blending of elements or what was it that you really liked about those things? Those can greatly help your cover designer and save a lot of time. Okay, so those are the main things for it. Um, And by the way, if you go over to womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash checklist. You can download this checklist, so you'll have it available to you. So it's womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash checklist. Okay, so moving on, what else do you know? We already talked about the genre and the comp titles, the pricing. So this isn't necessary for just an ebook cover, but it is necessary for a full print cover. In order to properly do the barcode and all the things, and especially if you're using Ingram Spark, you need to have a price now listen it's important to think about your pricing ahead of time and to make sure you know what you're doing not that the price can't be changed later it can but Ingram Im- embeds that into their um, into their cover designs and if you decide later to change the price by a dollar or two then the cover has to be redone as well so just something that can help you know do your research and and um, if you're working with a publisher, they will likely determine that for you. If you're working with um, any type of publishing partner or an expert in in um, in the field, they will tell that for you. It's really for, People who are working with freelancers that need to know that part now the next part you'll need to give them for the for the print cover you will need to give them your ISBN and you will need to provide your publisher info so um, that would be the imprint if you've decided to create an imprint which is a name that is associated with the publishing of your book so it could be your company name it could be a name a company um, you know another name that you've come up with to go along with all of the printings of your books Imprint is a whole nother topic that we won't get into um, in this one because we could spend a lot of time there, but we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, Check with your publishing partner to see if they provide an ISBN. Many hybrid presses, obviously all traditional presses, and even some publishing partners will assign ISBNs, so that's just something they may or may not ask for. If there are any particular fonts or creative elements that you like, that's good to let them know. your back cover description. This is not going to be the same as your sales page description. This is going to be something that is on, you know, that that you need to also do some research about. We have some um, resources on this as well, but writing the back cover description in a way that you imagine if someone is standing in a bookstore and they pick up your book and they read your book that they're like, yep, this is the book I need to take with me to the cash register. Um, So thinking about that, getting it written or having someone help you write that Um, also if you have any of those blurbs or endorsements that I mentioned, you might be putting a couple of those on the back cover. And then finally, if you want to have a, an author picture and bio, um, uh, most authors are going to include an about the author page inside the book, which will have a detailed bio and a picture if that's included. But some authors want to have a little picture of them on the back. Don't put a picture of yourself if you are on the front cover. Um, And then you need to have like a 50-word or less bio, a very, very short bio that basically just tells the audience why you are the right person to write this book. So very clear about who you are, very clear about who you are and what, you know, it doesn't have to be your whole life story, you can include all of that inside the book. So that's what you need for a great cover um to help your cover designer make a great cover I should say and then for the interior layout and typesetting just a couple a couple shreds of information on this on what we would be looking for as your publishing partner so the final 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 edited word doc generally is gonna be a word doc PDFs no word doc um, some people send us links to Google Docs. We can work with that, too, because um, we can export those to Word Docs. But it needs to be as close to the final as possible. Now, when I say final, yes, most most publishing houses are going to go through another, um, not publishing houses, but publishing um, assist companies, even hybrids, all of those will go through a Proofread in the process, but you want to get that document to if you're still writing it You're not ready for interior layout and typesetting So you just need to be very clear with the person who is helping you on when you're going to have that final Edited version as final as you can possibly make it Then depending on who you're working with it may go through another round of proofreading prior to layout or after layout but I want to tell you that Most professional typesetters and graphic designers designing books are using specialized software that is not... A piece of cake to do changes in later on and if you come back after you've seen the laid out the typeset version of your book and you want 150 changes made it's going to get quite expensive because you are you need to provide as close to the final version as possible after layout is not the time for extensive revisions or any of those things so talk to whoever you're working with i'm sure they will let you know we actually run a a proofread of the word doc we send it to our proofreaders before we go to layout because we do want it as close as possible um, for the sake of our designers and for time it gets very time consuming for them to have to go in and make those changes at that point in the game okay you'll need all of your front and back matter so what's your front matter your front matter is going to be things like your dedication your table of contents if you have one your introduction your forward um, your maps or anything like that if you have anything like that your copyright page um, all of those things anything that you would need that generally goes at the front of a book the back matter is everything that generally goes at the end acknowledgments about the author If you have any indexes or um, resources pages or an invitation for, you know, for them to get on your email list or to join you or your special offer or whatever, all those things that would go in the back of the book. Then you are also going to want to make sure that you provide um, all the information for the copyright page. So again, the ISBNs of all formats, the name of the publishing imprint, if that's going on there, the... um, name that it's being copyrighted in front of. Um, you may or may not put your editor's name, generally your cover designer and your um, the person preparing the book will go on the copyright page. Um, most professionals will provide you with the standard blurb for the copyright page, but if you want anything particular and special and different on your copyright page, then you need to provide that. Um, you will also need to provide any graphics or design elements, charts, graphs, images illustrations if it's a children's book obviously um uh, anything that goes in that book in as high resolution of form as possible you want the best quality images and if you have a lot of images or um or things that you need graphics charts pictures whatever that you need into your book the best practice is to list all of those out on a separate document that says what chapter and where these elements go. So for example, if you have a graph that goes in chapter one, subsection two under the heading, you know, I love to meditate, then then make that as clear as possible. You can also use the page number that's in your Word doc, but it's better to be clear and descriptive because those will change uh, the page numbers will change once it gets um, put into the designed format. So, and then the other thing that you can do is you can label those images by the number that you've. So let's say you've got a Word doc that's like, here's image one, chapter one, you know, section two. And you label that one one. And then in, in your file of images, you could just number it one chapter one or something like that so that it's very, very clear because it can get so overwhelming if there's a lot of graphics and a lot of things that need to be placed throughout um, a book. So the more you can help people really understand by numbering it, by a numbering solution, by a naming solution that makes sense, and by being very organized, it's super helpful. If you've been collecting endorsements and praises for a praise page, you need to let your uh, designer know, let the people know whether they're ready or not, at least to hold a page for that. And then also consider book club questions if you wanna include book club questions. Again, if they're not ready or complete by the time your book goes to the initial layout, just have them. Hold a space for those in the actual um, book and that that will make it easier for them when you do have the text to go in there. So again to be as organized as possible will make your cover designing process and your interior layout process go much more smoothly. Hopefully you have an idea now about what all of these things are. You can go over to our checklist and download this if you need this and um, you know again educate yourself and ask questions and um, hopefully a good publishing assist company or a partner, a partner publisher will provide you a list of what they need and exactly when they need it. But now at least you have some kind of understanding of what all these pieces are and what to have ready and what you need to have ready before your book can be finalized. All right, please do let me know if you have any questions on any of this. And again, womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash checklist, and you can download this. If you're loving this podcast, we would love it if you shared it and rated it and subscribed to it and all those fun things.